I'm Asan. We are back in the room. Um, I am delighted to be joined by Lloyd and by Howard to have a little look back at the spaces on Twitter that Lloyd did with Stefan last night discussing the charges that have been brought by the Premier League. I urge anybody who hasn't listened to that spaces to turn this podcast off, go there and listen to that spaces first because you probably won't find a clearer, a more insightful breakdown um, on the face of it of everything that the Premier League uh, announced yesterday so yeah and then once you come back here we are going to discuss the conversation that they had last night and some questions that i've got and that howard has got mr hawkin hello hello how are you do you feel any better than yesterday <laughs> that had to be the opening question did it not it did uh flip-flopped all over the place yes in a way because it's all it's like things settled down <clears throat> And I think the key thing is, this is going to take a hell of a long time. And I felt pretty bullish yesterday. Now, I'm already tired of it all, to be honest. Uh, fatigued yeah. and, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't say I feel much better because, in a way, it feels like a no-win situation, for perception-wise, for the football club at least. But, interesting times ahead, I think it's a wait and see, basically. After this after today or maybe this week at the, at the longest, I intend not to think about it again because it is going to drag. I mean, not in the short term anyway, think about football again because it is going to drag on for a long, long time. And there's just very little new information to be garnered, I think, after the first day of information came out. I don't think we'll find out a lot more little snippets and the procedure and stuff like that, but... I think beating yourself up by reading long threads every day for weeks and weeks will achieve nothing. So sometimes I feel confident this will turn out very well. Sometimes I want City to be controlled. Sometimes I want, the next minute I want them to go out and all-out war. Ultimately, there's so much unknown about this that you can just overthink it, and I don't know what to think, to be honest. It's okay. it's pretty shit all around, isn't it? So it's not a good situation, whatever the rights and wrongs. So. Lloyd, um, I know that you've taken some heat in uh, some mm -hmm. corners of the internet for retweeting Miguel Delaney. And I have to say, as you know, because I've said it off air, I mean, you reap what you sow, my friend. And if you retweet Delaney, then anything that's coming to you is coming to you. Before Lloyd speaks, can I just step in here? Uh, it Do has come to my attention that the 93.20 podcast, 22.23 handbook... Section C27, subsection I, may have been a serious breach by Lloyd by his actions yesterday. Uh, he knows it is. He knows it's a breach. <laughs> on the subject of retweeting or complimenting the work comments of a journalist who is on the list. See, append see Appendix C. And have any journalist that's made combating the agenda more difficult since 2008 should never be retweeted. So... There's a disciplinary measure here that we'll have to deal with after this podcast. He wants to take it to an independent panel. That's what I've heard. <laughs> well, not to not to sound like City, but I, I do need to be presented with these uh, rules and handbook before I can before I can answer my case. So. I, I think it's beyond probable doubt that <laughs> you were broken. Uh, it's definitely C twenty seven subsection C. Yes. Yeah. Does um, C like... does C stand for cunt or is, <laughs> what are we? 
yeah, charlatan, but that that's not your part. That's that. not we're you. Yeah. Um, Lloyd, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. I mean, uh, is it easier to deal with these things? Being that your job requires you to be dispassionate, and so it's easier to almost approach something like this to do with City from an analytical and a legal point of view, and it kind of keeps the emotion out of it. A little bit, but not really. So I think it does in the sense that I'm used to reading and spend my day kind of analysing legalese very similar to the statement that the Premier League put out yesterday and you know um, kind of arguments that are put forward and interpretations of contract law essentially so I can kind of dispassionately read that and probably analyse it you know a little bit better than your average man on the street but ultimately it's still incredibly difficult to kind of permeate it's I'm still a Man City fan at the end of the day and so I take despite what some people think I take no pleasure really in um in kind of in, in going through this I'm more trying to grapple with it because I realize I think Stefan's the same just how a impenetrable this is but b how egregious it could be and how it was kind of the same at cast how how kind of um awful it could be for City if it goes the way that we hope it doesn't and thus well, I think I think being on top of it to the extent possible and trying to grapple with it is it is important but I think probably the key motivation for me and again this is something that came from Cass is that I just really don't think and this is not necessarily a criticism of the media but I just don't think that these topics are be, have been successfully grappled with by the key commentators um, who are reporting on this case. And They're sports writers. They're sports yeah. writers. They have no qualifications whatsoever to be writing or commenting on any of these things respectfully to them. Can they you are, grapple, though, Lloyd, if, when so much is unknown? Or... Well, I, okay, so I think there's a couple of points. They def- That's why I kind of gave the caveat. There's obviously, there's obviously something to be said for this is incredible like I said incredibly impenetrable you're dealing with I mean like we did that podcast yesterday which was you know literally within an hour of the announcement and even I as a lawyer had failed to actually grapple with the contents of the statement and I cross-referred to the wrong handbook when we were doing the podcast which is you know um, I think what I'm trying to get across is just how just how difficult this kind of thing is to decode and because it spans so many di- different years, so for example, the charge one on the on the rap sheet that the Premier League put out on their website, you know, it spans from 2009-10 to 2017-18, which is nine different different iterations of the Premier League handbook, which means kind of nine different cross references are required to kind of fully elucidate what we're talking about. So, and the bastards keep changing the lettering used in each one, don't they? Yeah, because so many people think one of the charges about the length of grass haven't grasped that C twenty seven might be referred to a different thing one year than it does the year after. Such a shame, because I'd have loved that to have been one of the charges. (laughs) I mean, it 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 wouldn't have been any yeah, it just would have been delicious. I personally think. 
uh, it would have been class. But yeah, to go back to the the point, I mean, I do though think there is a there is a duty for people who are covering this story, whilst it not might it may not be their kind of bread and butter subject matter wise. There's a duty to to try and grapple with it to the extent possible, and I think that comes with then when you see journalists kind of looking for assessments or quotes from lawyers or people that deal with this thing day to day. And I, and I, I go back to Cass. Every single opinion that had been sourced from a lawyer pretty much just said City were bang to rights and there's no case to answer and we're waiting for the sanction, which ended up being a two-year ban from the Champions League. And there was no real kind of grappling with what was available. Now, look, Stefan is very much the expert here. Um, I am simply trying to kind of, we're both getting our heads together to try and break this down. But he is the guy with 20 plus years experience of, of you know, litigation particularly. And the kind of, the, I think what, what I've found so difficult is that the, the information that's been available to say Stefan and I is the same information that's been available to everybody else. Now, I think this time it's been a little bit different and in a positive way. So I think Matt Slater did a really good video, which I tweeted out earlier with TIFO Football, which kind of looks to break it down in a bit more plain, concise terms. I think Sam's piece this morning was, was very good. It was much more up to date than some of the other kind of commentaries that I've seen. So there's definitely more of a grappling this time around. But um, I do think that the, the journalists um, who are going to cover this definitely have a duty to do so in a way that, you know, properly gives effect and substance to the huge severity of what's being what's been alleged here I've, I've read 80 percent of the articles by football journalists i've read before when, exactly. when well, exactly i've read them before exactly. word literally word. without none of us know i mean word stefan stefan right said down to the uh, stefan right, said sorry, spaces Howard. last night you know this is guesswork this is guesswork and i'm already seeing the same journalists write out the same things about what should happen about to city because they've seen a hundred breaches and false accounting but we don't know what extent is. We know nothing yet, really, about what should happen to City, even if they're found guilty. We don't yeah. know what the charges are. Well, look, let's 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 begin to look into the charges. Before we do that, very quickly, Lloyd, just don't, I completely take your point on the media, the duty that they have to learn and educate themselves about these things. I think it's also understandable that as City fans, having lived through Cass, and more pertinently as contributors to the 9320 podcast, having lived through Cass, having given Stefan a platform, having listened to him, and then having seen the way in which the media went out of their way to try and discredit anything he said in the build-up to Cass, I think we're perfectly entitled to go this time round. They can go fuck themselves. I don't think it's a question of, mm. I appreciate why you feel that if Miggles fucking Delaney or Next Man writes an article that's a little bit fair to City, that you should retweet it and go, oh, well, this is fair. A lot of us, we don't give a fuck. And the reason we don't give a fuck is because they had a chance at Cass to handle this fairly, and they didn't. On the contrary, when presented with a lawyer with 20 years experience giving a professional view, they put their hands over their ears and basically went, nah, 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 City are getting banned. That was it. 
Yeah, that was literally all they did. From Matt Slater to The Athletic to any newspaper that you want to point me in the direction of, they all did exactly the same thing. So this time round, the fact that three of them might have got together and gone, you know what, let's try not to look like complete mugs at the end of the day is not something I'm going to be giving them flowers for. Anyway. Um, They're happy to retweet him and contact him when he mentions the negative consequence, potential consequences. He tweeted yesterday that, you know, if, if all of this is true and, and, and City get the book thrown at them, they could be relegated. Bro, that was in the Daily Mail an hour later as, a, as its own newspaper article. Expert Man City lawyer says Man City going to get relegated. Yeah. It was on. in the Telegraph, 442, exactly. the Independent, yeah. I exactly. Stefan, I mean, Stefan was it, surprised by that himself. They're, then, they're not, you know, they're quite transparent in their... Um, uh, in their biases, that's my opinion. Anyway, um, so look, I wanted to talk about the charges. I wanted to talk about your spaces last night. And Lloyd, what I'd like you to do, so on the face of it, when it was dropped yesterday, the headlines were City hit with a hundred different breaches of the Premier League rule book and sanctions will follow. Um, and then the yeah. charge sheet went from 2009 to 2018, um, which on the face of it, even for a guy like me, made me go, oh, man, that's like a lot of different things that they've, you know, like I, I, just, I was a bit I was a bit taken aback by the scale of what they were or the scale of the charges in terms of numbers. Um, can you shed a little bit of light? as to how they've landed at 100 charges and maybe what the root of the charges are insofar as you can tell from what was announced yesterday. Yeah. So I think it's now been substantiated that there are 115 charges total. So that's the that's the, that's the total number. Now, I think that is a, as I said on the, the very top of the spaces yesterday. That's a little bit of a misnomer in that, for example, in point one on the Premier League statement, because it spans nine seasons, so from 2009-10, which is um, bullet point A, all the way down to bullet point I, season 2017-18, there are, in each of those seasons, the Premier League alleges, five or six per season breaches of the Premier League rules for that season in relation to accounting. So, for example, for 2017-18, the Premier League alleged that City have breached rule B16, E3, E4, E11, E12 and E51. So, essentially, in that, num- in that number one bullet point, you've got probably, and I'm making a rough guess here, you've got probably between 50 and 60 of the charges alone just in that bullet point. Does that make sense? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.